What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and we're continuing the conversation about entrepreneurship. And as I mentioned at the end of episode two, we're going to talk today about contracts. So contracts are definitely instruments that can protect you, and you'd be surprised how many businesses should involve contracts, and a lot of people don't even use them. So let's talk today about why you should and what the risks are if you don't. So there's certain businesses that everybody just intuitively believes is going to use a contract, right? Because everybody accepts that these kind of businesses typically need them, right? Things that deal with finances, things that deal with agreements between businesses, things that deal with real estate, uh, things that deal with entertainment, for example. Typically, these type of situations, everybody kind of understands, yeah, I want to have a contract in place, right? And the reason is because you have more than one party involved and everyone is bringing something to the table everyone is putting something at risk and everybody hopes to gain from taking that risk and so a way of protecting all parties is to have a formalized agreement between them that is protected legally so that if anybody doesn't do what they're supposed to do the others who were taking a risk with them don't get taken advantage of Now, the the interesting thing is that these contracts actually should exist for more businesses. For example, in episode one, I talked about the young man who I encouraged to have a pressure washing business to wash homes and businesses. And with that being said, I would still advise him, even in a situation like that, have a contract. Something simple. doesn't have to be complex. Um, I so-and-so agree to pay this person this particular amount for the following services the services are to be rendered on this particular day and I will pay upon completion of services or I will give this person a deposit of such and such amounts at the beginning of service and will pay the remaining balance at the end of the provided services things like that right very very simple Um, and of course these contracts can become more complex But you want to have something in place to protect you because what if you provide the product or service and that person says, well, I'm not satisfied, so I'm not paying. If you had a contract, you could have a legal support to force them to pay you. That's one of the reasons why having the contract is important. Another thing is, you know, what if God forbid, but what if you're dealing with somebody who decides to start some crap with you well I didn't give you permission to do such and such or I asked for you to do one thing I didn't ask for you to do both of these things well if you had it documented you wouldn't have to worry about that you got the receipts to show for it there's also ways of having contracts online so I'm definitely gonna encourage you guys the, um, I have a, I have two platforms that I use for contracts one of them is only accessible for my real estate business Um, And it's something that is through my real estate association. And so it's not really broadly available. Some people use DocuSign. I don't really like DocuSign. It's kind of annoying. But I do really love EverSign. So it's spelled E-V-E-R-S-I-G-N. I use EverSign for my marketing business. And any other business that I would ever be involved in, I would probably use EverSign because it's actually designed very similarly to the platform that the Real Estate Association uses. And it's very user-friendly. You don't really need a whole lot of tech skill to figure it out. 
um, kind of tinker around with it, test out a few documents, get a friend of yours to help you, um, email them a document, practice setting it up, and just kind of, you know, learn from there. It's really, really simple. You can drag and drop signatures and initial uh, locations anywhere on the document. Um, you email it to the person. You can send them reminders if they forget to sign it, and they can sign it digitally. There's also a service in included with EverSign that will get the person to accept digital signature, and it's very important. They need to consent to digital signature, and so EverSign keeps that record. It makes it so much easier because you don't have to look for the paper contract. It also saves trees, everyone. Saving the trees is very important. So you're saving trees, and you're also saving yourself the headache of trying to find some freaking paper documents a year from now. If somebody, God forbid, but if somebody decided to press charges on you, bring you to lawsuit, whatever the hell, you have your documentation. It's saved. It's there. So I definitely highly encourage all business owners listening to this, EverSign, E-V-E-R-S-I-G-N. So uh, whatever your business is, I highly encourage you guys to create contracts. A lot of the time you can look up samples. Um, I would not suggest using a sample without reading it first. You really need to make sure that it says what you need it to say. I, for example, um, because I have investment property, I've borrowed um, templates for leases for um, tenants who are renting from me, and but I modified it because some of the things in the lease that I found didn't apply to the location where the property is that I have. Um, and other things, just I wanted to modify them for my own personal needs. Like you just read through it, make sure it covers everything that you wanted to do. But every business has contract options available. Just look up your industry, look up sample contracts, modify them, upload them to EverSign, and have your clients sign them digitally. And I really encourage you guys to do that. The only time that I wouldn't is like food service, for example, if you're not catering. Um, if you're like, you got a snowball stand or you sell cookies or whatever, um, your customers don't need to sign a contract. That's not a big deal. But, you know, most businesses should have contracts in place. Now, going back to the cookies, though, and the, the snowball stand, if you have relationships with the vendors who provide product to you uh, or persons who do marketing for you, you should have contracts. You know, I use contracts for my marketing business. I insist that my clients agree to... You know, they make a decision. I want A, B, and C done for me. This is the fee that I'm going to pay, and we abide by that. It just really helps because that way they can say, you know, well, you know, if I did or did not do everything that we agreed upon. It's because it's very clear. It's in writing. Um, of course, I always do what I agree to. I've never not. But I still put the contract in place because it gives your customer comfort to know they're like you as the business owner you're holding yourself accountable you're requiring that they hold themselves accountable but it really makes your client feel so much better to know that you believe in accountability it's very important as always everyone this is word of a rebel and i'm here for empowerment be sure to check back in because we're going to continue the entrepreneurship conversation very soon and if you have any specific questions, be sure to send them to me. That will probably be the next episode because I've actually received a few questions recently once I started this series. So I'm going to start collecting questions. I think that would be a good option, maybe just a Q&A. So send me your questions. 
Um, what is something that you would like to learn more about? Or maybe I didn't cover the topic at all and you want me to touch on that information. Send me your questions. We'll do a Q&A in the next episode. Talk to you guys soon.